I remember when I was in elementary school and I just started learning the, how to play the piano and, and I wasn't very good. I mean, I've been playing for like a year or whatever. And all of a sudden there was this knock on this door. Someone came in and they said, uh, Darren, can you, we need to drag you down. The band is playing down here. And they dragged me down and the band guys there was like, hey, yeah, we're playing this song. We need someone to play the piano for this song to accompany us on this piano. Can you do this? I'm literally like a seven year old kid, maybe six years old. I don't know anything. And so they sit down and I can, the first part is the piano. Everybody can hear the piano for the first like couple measures. And so I eventually I learned that and I could play the first couple measures. And then after that, I just banged on the keys. I just hit any keys that I could. Had And I, I didn't, the band director didn't know what to do because he has me stuck there and I don't know how to play the piano, but I'm just doing this. And every time I see a movie with a court reporter stenographer person and they're just doing this thing with their fingers, you can't see this because it's on a podcast, but I'm just pushing random fingers. That's what I always think of. That always reminds me of that day playing the piano when I had no idea because those stenographers, I have no idea what they're doing. They're just pushing those fingers and look like they're pushing words, but who really knows? That whole idea, that whole career, that whole profession is changing dramatically. Not the piano players for six-year-olds, but the stenographers in a courtroom, because that is changing because of the way technology is now catching up with it. That's what we're about to unveil to you today. Buckle up, everybody. I'm Darren. And I'm Jeff. This is The Voice Box. guest today is Renee Arvin, who is with VoiceScript. Renee, it's good to have you on the podcast. I appreciate the uh, invite. Thanks for having me. Yeah, that, he he hemmed and hawed there for a second. The, I appreciate No, no, no. Renee and I go way back. I was trying, I was trying to debate whether I could get away with something more uh, snappy, but I decided to keep it just, just keep it boring. Try to be boring. And if you have yeah. a choice between boring and snappy, let's opt for boring and predictable. Well, I, I have to leave you your space, right? <laughs> I don't want to crowd you. I don't want to compete with you. Okay, so. Renee, we gotta we gotta jump in here. What is what give me the high level? What is voice script doing to change and disrupt the whole industry here? What are you guys up to? So basically, the problem, the biggest problem in the industry is that stenographers are becoming extinct not necessarily because you know the technology is outdated which it definitely is outdated it's just that it is too hard a profession nobody wants to be a stenographer it takes three to four years of education and practice tens of thousands of dollars and the secret is that only 5% of people that actually start out to try and become a stenographer actually ever get a certification because it is too hard to qualify. And so as thousands of the stenographers, average age being about 59 today, uh, as they retire, you know, thousands are retiring every year maybe a hundred end up coming out of the other end of the system as new stenographers. So even the main um, organization that uh, certifies stenographers has admitted that this ultimately is a dying industry. So there is no choice for the court reporting market and the attorneys, but to adopt digital court reporting. Now, digital is not new necessarily. There's been technology and digital court reporters now for about 20 years, but the technologies 
and the skill sets within the digital core reporting industry are pretty uh, pretty low. They're not totally uh, professional in terms of their skill set in many cases, and the technology is 20 years old. And so what we're doing at VoiceScript is we are combining the best of speech recognition technologies with a lot of automated workflow, as well as sophisticated multi-channel recording technologies and creating brand new products, software as a service solutions for court reporters and court reporting agencies to be able to deliver services that are at minimum on par with stenography, but in fact, in many cases, deliver a better product, certainly faster, and with the promise of much lower cost. So I'm, I'm going to picture this. You then just put like a, a smart speaker listening device in the courtroom. And this like little speaker then listens to the judge and the attorney and the witnesses and stuff and just records it all and spits out a final product that shows who's speaking what and saying what. Is that the end product here? Actually, no. What our solution does and what I love that industry- when people say actually no. Like I interpret it all like, no, you're completely wrong. And I've got to figure out a polite way to say you're a moron. But okay, go ahead. No, no, no. Actually, that is kind of one of the options that the courts have. But typically, uh, the courts and attorneys are used to and prefer having a court reporter responsible for capturing the record. Now, capturing the record with digital does include uh, managing the audio recordings. Uh, And in the old days, it uh, basically required that that reporter took notes so that when it got passed over to a transcriber, that transcriber had the audio and the notes. Today, with our solution, we're turning the digital court reporter into an editor. So they are receiving in real time during a proceeding. They could be in the courtroom, they could be in a deposition, uh, in a conference room, or they could be in a uh, Zoom session. And that reporter is now receiving the transcript in real time, and they are in control of making corrections, making spelling corrections, uh, uh, annotating for format, but basically they are in real time helping to augment speech rec technology and turn that into a very high quality rough draft that can be delivered to an attorney right after a proceeding so that they can do their job. I'm fascinated by the technology. And also you, you mentioned SaaS, meaning software as a service. So do people, do attorneys, like the little business model here, do attorneys then subscribe to voice script and then just get access to the service that they get to use then during the month? Is that how it plays out? Yeah. So we have reporter software, which the reporter uses to both record and make the annotation, make the corrections. Uh, And so there's a base software license and the software can be used without the SaaS itself. But if they use the SaaS, then there's a use a pay as you go model for uh, usage. Nothing wrong with making it a little sassy. Get it, SaaS, get sassy, get it. Never mind, Renee. Um, So so tell me, what, what is the status of the technology now as, as, I mean, are we there? Are we 100% there? Is everything like at the level it needs to be to be accepted by everybody? Or are you still tweaking it and still working on it and trying to get some, some breakthroughs in areas? Interestingly, years ago, 
before I met Jeff, I was with a company that we tried to build our own speech rec technology platform. And we spent several years and several millions of dollars trying to do it. And we could never meet the accuracy requirements. We went to the, out to the industry and looked at everybody. And we really still could not find, this is seven, eight years ago. The accuracy at that point in time was not good enough in most cases. We met Jeff and, and part of the value from Cobalt and Jeff's team is really being able to customize speech rec models so that they become much more accurate in domain specific uh, uh, use cases. So in our case, it's legal transcription. Now, over the last eight years, SpeechRec has certainly improved. And you know, most of the serious players have much better models today, much better accuracy than they did eight years ago. That said, they're still uh, in the, on average for regular conversation or the kind of conversation that might happen in a, in a deposition, for example, uh, the accuracy is still in the 80s, maybe low 90s, which uh, is still challenging. So when you take a speech rec model and you make that domain specific for the legal industry and, and you use lots of tricks from uh, the speech scientist side, you get to a much higher accuracy. And then within our own platform, uh, we're able to... Um, immediately trained by providing data before proceeding, the speech recognition platform gets trained on the fly to make sure that it has the right proper spelling for the, the people's names, the places, the products that might be part of the lawsuit so that by the time that first transcript gets delivered to that reporter, the speech rec engine is, is, is already better than any off the shelf speech rec uh, application in terms of accuracy and you and specific to the use case. When when did you start VoiceScript? What was the give me the time? We're going to go on the timeline here. You started at when? So we launched in February of 2020. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. I'm doing the math here. February of 2020, like about a month after that was the dreaded March of 2020. The pandemic hits, everything shuts down. Did that devastate the company or what did that Going into the whole pandemic, everything, how did that change what you guys do? Well, so what's interesting is that uh, a number of things happened. One, all the courts in the U.S. closed. Started closing in March. By April, I think pretty much every court system in the country closed. So there's nothing for you and, to do. There's nothing for you to record, right? And the demand for court reporters dropped on average uh, between 85 and 90%. And then it slowly started to pick up. You're thinking like, you're, uh, you're thinking, this is the worst time ever to launch this. Why couldn't I, why couldn't I have foreseen this coming? This is, we're going to go belly up here, right? Well, luckily the demand has picked up now. Um, you know, it, it, it's a mixed blessing on a number of, of, of fronts. One, um, we, it gave us a lot more time to get to know our clients rather than rushing out with a product and, and trying to sell product and services. Uh, it gave us more time to really get to know what it was that the industry was up to. And the industry really at this point um, was entering into kind of a panic phase. They were already starting to lose um, court reporters in general. So there is a 10,000 reporter shortage today in the industry. And what's happened is that that's been exacerbated by 
the pandemic, there's a lot more people retiring or wanting to do different things than stenography. So as we've come out of the pandemic and the court started to open up and depositions really started in, in, in earnest again, um, literally within six months or less, everybody ran out of court reporters. And the only credible alternative to a stenographer today is a digital court reporter. And you can't build digital court reporting uh, steno skills in two or three months, but you can do that with digital. So you can take somebody who's qualified. You have to be qualified, a good typist and good English skills, et cetera. But you can turn that person into a qualified, certified court reporter, digital court reporter in two to three months. And so that's where the industry's focused. There are a number of large agencies today that had never hired reporters as their uh, employees because by and large, the steno community has always been, in fact, probably one of the very first gig economy plays where stenos are independent, reporter, uh, court reporting agencies basically subcontract the stenos. Whereas with digital, a lot of these agencies are now hiring people. They're sending them to, in fact, we have a uh, academy that trains court reporters and other related digital skills, as well as stenography, by the way. We, we train stenographers as well in our school. Um, but we're able to, we're, we're talking about companies that are planning to hire hundreds and hundreds of reporters next year. Right now, they're trying to do it, but next year. So there'll be thousands of new people that are going to get trained in this brand new industry. And it's going to take five years for the capacity to meet the demand requirements at this point in the industry. Yeah. So what looked like it was horrible timing ends up actually being good timing. And, and it's sort of, yes, it's sort and, of forcing everybody to get on the bandwagon. Like, look, we got it. We got a problem here. Everybody's resigning. There aren't, there aren't any of the options left. This is it. The other thing it did was that it, prior to the pandemic, there were no, there no such thing as a zoom remote deposition or hearing today. 85 to 90% of proceedings, including courts who are transitioning many of their uh, type of, of hearings to completely remote. Now, attorneys are used to uh, you know, doing depositions and they're no longer gonna wanna drive across the state for a two hour deposition. They are wanting to do this. They're much more efficient if they can do this remotely. And then, so the interesting thing is that when an attorney is on Zoom, just like here, and there's a court reporter in the Zoom, uh, they really don't know whether that court reporter is a steno or a digital. So it's really helped attorneys who have a mental block. The courts moved away from stenos over the last 15 years. In fact, it's hard to find a court that actually engages with stenos. They do it all digital, whereas attorneys have been very, very slow, very old school and preferred having that stenographer next to them. Zoom has changed all that and they're much more open to digital as a result. And, and Jeff, you've, you've been working and helping with VoiceScript. What are you seeing as the future here? What are you excited about? Well, I, I was just gonna jump in and say that it's been kind of exciting because we, we've been a close partner and supporter of VoiceScript uh, uh, at Cobalt. And I personally have had a front row seat to all of this. And, uh, you know, biting my nails when it looked like, uh oh, this is bad timing. And then, you know, kind of rejoicing when it looks like, 
oh, this is actually working out after all. Uh, it's it's been pretty pretty cool. At at Cobalt, our role in in VoiceScript has been um, making sure that we had high quality speech recognition, uh, as well as some of the formatting that you know that follows up when you and I speak. We don't we don't say periods and commas, for example, but they have to be there in the text uh, when you're done. And so we 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 have technology to figure out you know intelligently where to put periods and commas and and the and and then uh, the the reporter will have or someone will have to maybe tweak things and fix things, uh, correct any misrecognitions as they go. But we want to minimize that. We want to make it so it's an efficient process uh, and uh, minimize the time that's required to correct it and, and polish the, uh, the transcript. So it has been a, a really exciting ride to be part of this and, uh, and watching, like I say, from the front lines. Renee, I got to ask you, we, we normally ask people if you had a genie in a box, okay? You're gonna get a wish, a wish can come true. You're gonna rub the box, the genie comes out of the box and it's gonna grant you any wish you want for technology, for um, the advanced, I don't know, whatever functionality that you want, um, a big jar of jelly beans, I don't know what. If you could wish for anything from our magic genie in a box popping out to grant your wish, what pops into your head that you want to have your, your, your wish be? So Jeff's already going to know the answer to this, but we literally have all the technology we need. We have the IP for speech technologies. We have the IP for the recording and reporter software technologies. We have the IP for robotic process automation for producing transcripts, all the ingredients that the industry, the core reporting industry needs to move on to the next phase. Uh, we had the clients. We actually have four out of the top 10 core reporting agencies that are wanting to, that are partnering with us. They've moved on from uh, pilots and they're doing large deployments. They are starting to send more and more reporters to the academy. So we have all the pieces in place uh, and we're just, we're in the process of raising funds and we're not too greedy. We don't need a whole lot. We're pretty cap capital efficient. And so really we're on our way to doing a fundraise. It's time consuming. So for me, if the one thing that could pop today is we could close our funding round and go off and, and do the rest of our job. So you're, you're rare. You've got everything you need. You have all the technology. I got, I got an extra, I got like an extra 20 bucks in my wallet. Will that help if that I can, I can throw that into the jar and see what we can do here. Sure. Sure. We'll work out something there. Okay. Good. Well, well, congratulations on everything you're doing. It's exciting to see the future. And I think especially people that haven't been in a courtroom for a while, if they go back in sometime in the near future, the next couple of years, all of a sudden things will have changed and the way things happen and they're dealing with their attorneys for like a deposition or any kind of thing. And some they might not even realize changes. They don't realize there's not a stenographer and things have changed. But uh, certainly those old school movie scenes of the person pushing their fingers on the little device. I have no idea how that thing works, but that'll change as well. Thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us and giving us a, a little glimpse into the future here this morning. I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. So Jeff, I got to pick your brain. Renee just said he's got most of the technology that he needs. He just needs to do some other business kind of stuff. So is the technology complete and done? Because I know you're doing a lot of work with him. Or are you continuing to 
enhance and grow and build and add to? Well, I think your question uh, leads the answer there. So, uh, uh, of course, the technology is never done. I think what, what Orne was saying is he has enough of the technology to launch and have a successful product now. But there's always room to increase the efficiency, right, to make it more accurate, to make the the uh, the you know the the humans time uh, more more valuable and and uh, and so forth. And that's going to come by uh, increasing the speech recognition accuracy. But it's also going to come by. I talked briefly about the the problem of formatting the text and putting punctuation in and so forth. But it's it's more than just that. In these legal documents, there are very specific. Uh, formats that it has to follow so many characters per line, so many lines per page. It's got to be indented a certain way for for uh, 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 for this or that, and and there's still a lot of work in 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 being a smart editor of uh, the results that that come out of this. And and it's also there are lots of other little ancillary technologies that 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 can go along with this and enhance it. If you've got um, you know, microphones in the courtroom or in a deposition or whatever, uh, it would be nice to be able to say, oh, uh, here's the attorney speaking. In fact, this is the attorney, you know, Jane Smith speaking, and now here's the attorney Joe Miller speaking, and here's the, the witness uh, and so forth, to be able to identify who's speaking. Uh, and, and it would be nice to be able to, um, to be able to appropriately transcribe other things like, uh, you know, coughs and sounds and uh-huh and and uh, what are things that aren't that are not necessarily like clear words. Anyway, so there's so much more to do in this uh, uh, to figure out how to process the audio better, how to process the text better afterwards, and just to make the whole thing more accurate. Uh, so there's, there's no limit there. Yeah, like like even like the the formatting and stuff. Because right now there's still someone who goes through as an editor, as he mentioned, yeah. someone who's you know, editing and formatting and stuff. Are we, is it possible that we would get to the point where even the editing and stuff more, not completely taken over by software machines and technology, but they'd be taking over even more of them what they're doing now, right? Yeah, you could, you could imagine a day when it's, it's accurate enough and formatted properly enough that all you really need is, you know, the attorney to read through it and make sure that there, you know, there wasn't a mistake or, or maybe a paralegal or whatever, but you, that's a lot more efficient process than having to correct things. Um, I, we're we're heading in that direction, but we're uh, we have to be honest. It, we're a long ways away from not have to not having to edit a document, uh, unless all you want is a, a, a pretty accurate gist. You know, we can, if we got ninety five percent of the words correct, uh, that's probably not good enough for an official record of a, for a legal document, but it's enough for for someone to be able to read it and understand exactly what was what was said and and know where in the in the uh, the proceedings uh, the person talked about this or that and go listen to it or whatever. What I love about VoiceScript, it's not it's not just VoiceScript is not just taking people's jobs or transforming the industry, whatever. It's actually literally saving the industry. These these stenographers do not exist anymore. They're retiring. Nobody's replacing them. This We would be in a world of hurt without this technology that is going to come in to save the day. And I love when you say, you can imagine a day in the not too distant future, which is what you said, because that just shows 
There's their imagination is coming to the rescue. The technology, if you can dream it, you can do it. And that's exactly what's happening with, with voice script, where we've gotten a little glimpse into not just the future, but what's happening right now in courtrooms to change things and make things more efficient. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for stopping in. It was a pleasure to share some time with you today on The Voice Box. I'm Darren. And I'm Jeff. We'll talk to you next time. Ah!